Hi, welcome to Mortality and Tea. I'm your host, Amy. This is a show where we explore the topic of death in hopes that we can find a more rich and juicy life. Today on the show, I have Etha Walters. She is a writer, poet, and podcast host with a wheelchair view and tons of projects. And one of her projects is her podcast. Uh, one of her podcasts is called Uncomplicated. And she has another upcoming podcast called Echoes Through Corridors, named after her first poetry book called Echoes Through Corridors, Silence and Rooms. She also recently became a crisis counselor with the Crisis Text Line. Her hobbies include dance, writing, photography, and most recently started developing her green thumb. Spiritually, she practices Tai Chi, meditation, and breathing techniques, and takes a holistic and intentional approach to her health and life in general. Her second poetry book, called Songs from the Backseat, will be coming out sometime this year. To learn more about Etha, visit her website at www.ethawalters.com. That's www.ethawalters.com. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Etha Walters. Mortality and Tea with Amy. Hi, Etha. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. How are you feeling today? I'm great, thanks. I I, I got my sleep. I, I work nights as a crisis counselor. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm online with my texters from 12 to 4. And so I get to bed about five, anywhere between five and seven, depending on how long it takes me to, you know, wind down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, but yeah, it's really rewarding and, and I slept in today, so I'm doing great. Good, good. Do you have a, do you have a cup of tea or coffee with you? I have coffee with vanilla and cinnamon. Mm. It's my favorite soothing treat. And it's decaffeinated mm-hmm. to so that it doesn't interfere with that soothing um, sensation of the vanilla and cinnamon. Right. My whole house smells like vanilla and cinnamon. Mm. <laughs> All the time, I think. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'll go ahead. We'll just dive into the first question if you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. So tell me, t- take me on, a, on an adventure of what might your ideal death experience look like or feel like? Well... If I can't die in my sleep in the arms of my lover, which I think most people dream about when they think about their death, um, 
I would like to imagine spending the day with my family, having a great time, and um, everybody leaving, and my going to bed. I might feel a little weird. My blood pressure might be elevated. And I would call paramedics in advance so that they wouldn't have to, my family wouldn't have to witness that. I, I, I really don't want somebody that I love to witness that unless, unless maybe they're enlightened or um, experienced in you know, walking people to that door mm -hmm. uh, of what comes next. Mm -hmm. I, I would never want, you know, to put that on anybody that I love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. But so, but your ideal would be to be in the arms of your lover then? Oh, of course. Of course. And of course, it would have to be a notebook kind of way. We would have to die at the same time. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh -huh. I mean, I love that movie. So, so, you know, we don't have to live without each other and all of that. But, you know, that's, that's not, you know, I, I don't even have one right now. So, <laughs> so, um, that's probably not how it's going to go, but I mean, it could, mm -hmm. who knows? It's a good fantasy, mm -hmm. but yeah. And I think we all, all want to be connected to somebody. You know, when we leave, we want, we want somebody there to wave goodbye we get into our vehicle and close the door and mm. drive away or fly away or mm -hmm. however you choose to view it. Mm -hmm. I think we all want somebody there, but I, I wouldn't want somebody that I love to witness my suffering or my passing. Mm -hmm. Unless, you know, I'm just gone. Like, course they'd be there to deal with the aftermath and I don't wish that on them either so in your ideal experience then tell take me on a journey of that you would I'd heard you say about your last day where you'd spend time with your family what what kinds of things would you be doing well with my son I would probably be playing video games yeah because that is his thing mm -hmm. he, he loves video games he, he would like for me to go on a hot pepper journey with him but that's not gonna happen because spices aren't hot spices are not my thing he has a show called the uh pepper boys that he does with his son and they go out they're on search of the hottest peppers on earth. And Etha does not do that. So video <laughs> games it is. 
<laughs> Otherwise, December <laughs> could be the death of you, you know? <laughs> that, that would be the cause of death. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my girls, my daughters, you know, I, I actually embrace the idea of a big old picnic. We all love to eat. So, you know, a big picnic at Smith Park, or hopefully by that time, I'll have a big old yard with a big old dog and, and you know, just make it about home. And there all of those things could happen we can make a a good big meal and um I could play video games and I could play with my grandchildren mm-hmm. and hopefully my great-grandchildren because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not planning for this to happen anytime soon well this is um, your ideal experience so it could be whatever age you want it to be <laughs> I'm gonna be older than dirt <laughs> so i i want to experience everything of this life i'm not going anywhere anytime soon you'll experience Um, everything just not the hot peppers right (laughs) just not the hot peppers and and snakes i can go without snakes (laughs) yeah Mm-hmm. And that desire to mess with snake. I'm getting a little better about it. And um spiders was my biggest fear, but now it's snakes. And I'm trying to to overcome things as we go. I'm not there yet, but may, maybe maybe one day. But yeah, I'm not touching snakes. <laughs> Well, okay, so speaking of, of, of touching then, touches, um, as I go on this journey, I also think about, or I like to ask the questions of, while you're on your deathbed, is there anything you would want to hear? What I like is kind of trip hop. It's called trip hop, or uh, it's, it's ambient, or some of the Celtic music where where it goes on a a symphonic journey Mm -hmm. you know or fantasia Mm -hmm. yes that sort of thing you know just I don't want something light with a lot of flutes and stuff like that where where a broom is dancing around or whatever Mm -hmm. but 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 more like the the journey of of going someplace deep in the woods or deep into a forest or or by a stream or you know something like that so the next question i have for you you've taken your last breath and now your body is there do you have anything that you would like done with your body right after you've passed is there anything i want to be a tree okay it, it, I don't know what the process is for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to be embalmed because mm-hmm. 
I want to, I want to go back. I want to go back to the earth or I want to become, I want to go back to the universe in whatever form, whether it be cremation, which I'm on the fence about cremation. I, I, I'm not sure about that process mm-hmm. or, or um, what, what it involves. But I, ideally, you, you want to be out in the woods. So I would, or out, you know, if I lived in my own house out, you know, towards the country, being buried at home. I know my family would like me at the the family plot. Okay. Which I don't want to disrespect their wishes, but I would I would really like my body to to be something of value to the earth, you know, other than being stuffed in a box that going to be there for hundreds of years mm-hmm. just I, I want it to disintegrate I want it to to go I want you know yes and and I don't I I don't want I don't want to be memorialized like I don't want my body memorialized, like, you know, sitting in an urn on somebody's shelf or, or something like that. Just, okay. I don't want to be that. I want to be, I want my body to be gone. Okay. Before they take your body for that, is there a, would there be a moment with your family, with your body? or anything like that, or a a ritual, or a ceremony? That, that is, I would prefer them to have a gathering, but not a funeral, and, and have my body on display. First off, if they're going to embalm me, I'm not going to look anything like I was when I was alive. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage people to love me now. I'm here now. You yeah. can hold my hand now. You can hug me now. And it's going to be a lot warmer than me being in my casket. I'm not, I'm not even going to be there to experience that mm-hmm. and if if you want to love me do it do it now don't don't wait until after i'm gone after i i i'm i'm gonna be on to the next thing yes. <laughs> i'm not gonna be here i have had two near-death experiences okay and both of them were the same. Mm. You leave your body, you you go out into the atmosphere. You're you're gone. You leave Earth. You um, 
I well, that this is my next question. Question. I'll I'll well, say. Let's that. go there. No, yeah, let's go there. So the next question is, what do you believe happens after you after you take your last breath and the body is dead? I think that depends on your spiritual level of growth. Okay. Um, because I do know that there are spirits here and those, those people are attached to something that there's something here that they haven't dealt with yet or, um, not quite sure, you know, why some people stay and some people have a harder time of letting go to this life and saying goodbye to it. I know when my friend passed away, I, I saw her in a dream. I was, I was in grief. I was in and out of sleep between crying and answering phone calls and just, you know, completely wiped, completely uh, out of it. And this kind of exhaustion are the times that most people can see other energies. Is it okay if I talk about this? Or Yes. Um, see other energies, see other, you, you have to be in that, mind in a certain mind state in order to open that that door to where you can see this happen and that usually occurs in my dreams or that that REM sleep in between being awake and asleep Mm -hmm. and this is one of the reasons why I don't fear death anymore but she was pacing across my room around my bed telling going down the list of all the things that she told me to do if something happened to her which I had blown off because she was five years younger than me and I did not see this coming Mm -hmm. but but she had gone down all this list of all the things that I was supposed to do and I said I said, okay, I'll take care of it. I've got this. And boom, she was gone and I didn't see her again. That was that was my one and only time. Mm. I'm not going, I'm not planning. Depending on what's going on in my life at the time, I'm not planning on being one of those people. The two times that I almost died. The same thing happened. I went out of my body. I floated up to the ceiling. I floated through the ceiling. One of them was during the surgery. I was allergic to the anesthesia. Mm. And the other time was during a surgery after my car accident. And that totally changed. That totally, totally changed who I was fundamentally oh, wow. because I, I didn't have all the pieces. I still don't, we never have all the pieces until we're ready to move on. Mm. But 
but I, I caught a glimpse. I caught, I know that there's something after this. I, I was there long enough to know that this isn't it. There's, mm. there's, there's more to it. And I just believe that we all have different levels of spiritual growth. And the people on the lower levels that have more uh, lessons to learn and, and more um, things to deal with come back in another life. Mm-hmm. And those who progress go, go on to something else. I mean, it, it depends mm-hmm. on where, where, the, where the lesson lies. Mm. Next time I can go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. not, or a completely different universe, a, a parallel universe. Yeah. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is that there is. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next question I have, is there anything that you regret in this, in your life so far, not having done? One of the things that I wish I had done that I didn't do in my youth, I, I wish I had accepted my disability and who I was sooner and accepted me and loved me sooner instead of trying to fit in with everybody else Mm -hmm. and you know trying to fit in with with normalcy Mm. and what other people were doing and expected of me I mean as a disabled child I, I was um, stereotyped into Jerry's kids. Mm. I never wanted to be that object of oh. pity that, that yes. you know, I always hated. I hated it. I hated it with a passion. Him leaning down over a child in a wheelchair, sobbing, begging for money. For all of the little crippled kids, oh, that just irritated the heck out of me. And so I really had the mindset of, of, you know, you're going to have to embrace this. (laughs) And I was willing to change my clothes, my hair, the way that I spoke, anything, but he was going to accept this my my disability and all and it was it was a really hard process for me as a teenager and what is your disability for our for our viewers and listeners um the the technical term is post-encephalitis syndrome okay which um i was born normal and um, I went into convulsions at 10 months old. 
uh, I had a fever that uh, caused my brain to swell and it caused some brain damage, they said, but they couldn't find any brain damage later. So they slapped cerebral palsy on it because my normally cerebral palsy happens in the womb, but I was 10 months old at onset and they believed it happened because of encephalitis but they couldn't find any brain damage. They couldn't find any medical reasoning as to what happened to me or why I am like I am. I'm a mystery. Ah, ooh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and in the grand scheme of things, it's not something that's going to progressively get worse. Um, other than, you know, getting older, if I don't take care of myself, of course, you know, things are going to be harder, but I'm working on that. Mm -hmm. I'm working on that. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Um, And my last question then for you is, what is a regret that you do have that you have done in life? You know, I thought about a lot about this Mm -hmm. and the the um, sensible thing for me to say would be that I I got married and had children before I went to college and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the enlightened person of me um, says that all of the decisions, all of the even the most painful decisions that I've made that have had the, the greatest complications, the, the greatest consequences mm-hmm. have, have taught me something and brought me to where I am right now in my spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. If I changed any of that, it would, it would change my kids it would change me. It, it would change everything. And the sacrifices of my journey and, and where I'm going and where I am right now, I'm not sure that the outcome of, of changing any of those things would make things better right now. Things happened the way that they did. And I've been able to grow through that, despite that. And no matter what, we're not perfect. We're human. We're going to make mistakes. And that's how we learn. That's how we grow. We learn what we want in our lives by experiencing all of the things that we don't want in our lives. Yeah. absolutely yeah as much as as I would like to redo things in the time the lessons that it's given me later has 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 been worth it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it may it makes me a a deeper 
person to be able to connect with other people. And that's what's most important to me is, mm. is connecting, mm-hmm. is being a part of other people like my family and, and, you know, the people of earth and the universe mm-hmm. that the connection that's it, it's everything yes oh wow i really want to thank etha walters for joining me for mortality and tea this was um again another enriching conversation i learned so much from this show i hope that you the viewers and listeners learn as much from this show too um one of the things I took away from this is if you want to love me, do it now. If you want to love me, do it now while I'm alive. Don't wait. Love people. Find a rich and juicy life. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Mortality and Tea with Amy.